Hey, everybody. On this week's episode, we're doing a primer on digital printing versus offset printing. Uh, a lot of detail on when you would use one versus the other, what some of the benefits are, um, where you can kind of see some cost savings doing one or the other. Uh, a lot of the differences between the two mediums and, and where you can get value out of using digital and where you can get value out of using offset. So stay tuned. A lot of good information here. We weren't recording that all the time. Told you, two bottle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Messengers Podcast. I am Chris Searles. With me here today is the king of print, Mr. Rob Seifert. Say hello to the people, Rob. Duly crowned. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we want to talk a little bit today. We had a, um, a comment recently on one of our Instagram posts, actually. It was something that we posted. It was a um, kind of blog article that I had written a little while back about print quantities, why your price per piece changes based on the, your quantity. And, you know, we kind of go went into detail on that and and that print is a manufacturing process. There's overhead that's involved in printing kind of regardless of what you do, just like there is in any manufacturing process. You know, if you go to have something made out of plastic, then you have to have a mold made and the mold costs, you know, how many thousands of dollars. So, you know, do, to do one of them costs $10,000 to cost, to do two of them costs $10,000 and two cents. You know, so you've already cut your your price per item down in half, essentially, when you go from one to two. Uh, and print, you know, is no different. And I think a lot of people struggle to see that a little bit because there's uh, there's a lot of, it's expected that it's customized, that, you know, you can go to a printer and get what you're asking for, you know, have it, have it customized where um, when somebody knows that they have to have something, you know, made that's never been made before, uh, there's more of an expectation uh, on the manufacturing and, and and kind of the overhead and the upfront costs that go into it. Um, so I think some people struggle with that a little bit and, and we get that request a lot. Uh, a lot of people will ask, you know, well, uh, this is what I want to do. What's it going to cost me per piece so that we then can try to figure out how many we want to print. Um, and from us, you can't back from that into that. You have to go the other way around. You have to figure out, you have to tell us how many you want to do. And then we can give you, we're going to give you a price on that. And you can break down what your cost per piece is based on the quantities that you're going to run. Um, but there's not really a way to, to go the other way. So uh, somebody had commented on that on Instagram um, and then made mention of digital printing in that. And that, you know, the differences in overhead on digital versus print. And so it kind of prompted uh, a discussion we wanted to have about digital printing. You know, we are, it's 2019 now. Um, digital printing has been around for a while. Uh, it's, you know, it's evolving. It still is a, a relatively new medium in terms of print. Um, but it's been around for a while and, and certainly has its applications and, and um, you know, is a, is a very different process from what we had you know, traditionally always done here and what most people have done for, uh, you know, at, at least within our lifetimes for the most part, um, which is offset, commercial offset printing. Um, and just discuss a little bit about the differences between those two, because we do tend to have to explain that a lot to customers. Right. Um, you know, we price things differently 
when they get when they get printed digitally versus uh, on press, there's differences in in the way that those final pieces look. There's a lot of um, some subtle differences, but then a lot of you know kind of major differences between those two processes. So um, I don't know. Maybe you want to talk a little bit about some of the questions that you get most often when you talk to customers about digital versus right. offset. Right. Well, um, just jumping back for one second to the quantity, because that is a question I get a lot that lends itself to this next question about digital versus offset. Um, and that's something we have to, you know, it's a really important point. And I just wanted to reiterate what you said that right up front, people's assumption, a lot of customers assumption is that, you know, we have to cut costs. So we printed 5,000 last time. Let's print twenty five hundred this time, and immediately they think it's going to be half the price. <laughs> and yeah. it's and um, I'm you know constantly as soon as soon as people tell me that I have to explain to them that it's 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 not that way at all. That that there are startup costs and you know run times on the press, and that essentially beyond a certain quantity with a project that they're that they're producing, um, it's just paper stock at that point, which has already An been. Ink. Right. And ink, which isn't a huge part of the cost. It is a part of the cost, right. but that's the only factor after that point. So it's not going to be, you know, half the price. Right. Um, and, and I guess that that can kind of lead into one of the, the primary differences between digital and, and offset, which is uh, make ready. Right. And make ready and, and materials cost too. Right. So, so um, generally, generally speaking, Digital is more cost effective uh, in smaller quantities. Offset is more cost effective in larger quantities. Um, and you know, you you basically are looking at toner costs and um, uh, maintenance costs tend to be higher on the digital side. And, and it's weird to think that maintenance costs are higher on a piece of equipment that is significantly less expensive, but um, they tend to be made cheaper. Uh, they use cheaper parts, and you know, to to bring the prices down and make them make them you know affordable. So uh, those parts are a lot more wearable. They break a lot more often. You know, where when you're, you know, we just we've invested over a million dollars or so in on the print side of the business in the past two years in a couple of pieces of equipment. And when you're buying stuff like that, it it tends to come pretty hefty. <laughs> you know, I think the press right. that we just installed, I think weighs something like 90,000 pounds or, or whatever right. it is. And, um, you know, so that, that there are consumables on the press, but the individual pieces of it tend to stay together for a significantly longer period of time. So, uh, so maintenance costs on, on the digital side can, can be, um, a little higher just because there tend to be a lot more service calls and, and things like that that you need to deal with. Um, but the ink itself is significantly more expensive. You're using, you know, toner basically on a digital press, um, which anybody that's ever gone to buy ink for their, their printer at home understands that those cartridges aren't cheap. Um, you know, and, and so obviously, you know, we, it's a little different what we use and how we use it uh, from a, a, you know, a digital printing press than just your, your inkjet at home. But, um, but it's really not all that different. Um, we just buy in larger quantities. So, uh, but the, but the costs are, are there. Um, so you have running costs basically that are significantly more expensive than an offset press. Um, 
but your upfront costs are significantly lower. We don't have to burn plates, you know, on a press, we have to burn plates. If you're doing a, you know, if we're going to print on four color, you know, on a 40 inch press, you're talking about four 40 inch plates for every form that we have to run or every side of every form. Well, without getting into too many details, but you know, you get the picture. So, um, you know, where on a digital press, we don't have any of that stuff on, uh, uh, on an offset press, we might run anywhere, you know, up to say 500 sheets through the press before we can get color up and we can get, you know, everything, gritty, right? you know, yeah, exactly. Where we can get everything dialed in to look the way that it's supposed to look, uh, on a digital press, there's basically no make ready. It comes out right away. That first sheet that you get is looks the same as the last sheet that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, between the, the, uh, materials costs that are involved in, in that make ready on an offset press and the time that's involved in doing it. Um, you know, that's the stuff that tends to, or not tends to, that does jumpstart your, your cost of any job that you're going to do on an offset press versus a, a digital press where, you know, we can do three of them, which is basically, uh, you know, for argument's sake, the same as, you know, printing it out on your home printer and, and just kind of sending a file down a PDF town and saying, okay, right. print this out. Right. Um, you know, obviously it's a little more complicated than that. And especially if you get into more complex jobs and books and, um, you know, where we have then the efficiency of efficiencies of being able to run, um, you know, eight up business cards, you know, where we can run eight cards on one sheet and cut them after the fact and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, um, that's kind of that the starting point of why digital is going to be a little, you know, again, in general terms, more cost effective on shorter runs and offsets going to be more cost effective once you get to longer runs, because once you've kind of gotten past that break even point of those, those make ready costs, uh, on offset, then your, your, like you were saying, your runtime or your, your run costs beyond that are significantly less expensive. We can do, um, you know, our, our 40 inch press can run 15,000 sheets an hour, uh, where, you know, we can do about 2,400 an hour on a digital press and they're significantly smaller. Mm. You know, that's a 12 by 18 sheet versus a 28 by 40 or, you know, a, a 2335 sheet on the 40 inch press. So, um, you know, significantly less material that can come off at any one time. And really for an operator that you're paying one way or the other. So, um, you know, all of those things kind of go into what the differences in those costs are going to be. Right. Yeah. No, quantity is definitely the the first factor to discuss, you know, where you started there and the most important. And we're going to, you know, we're going to quote a, a project where it's most cost effective, where it falls based on that pretty much from the beginning. I mean, the size of the sheet matters too and everything like that. But quantity pretty much is the determining factor because a lot of the times I have clients that call and they say they want to save money and they say, can you print this digitally? Just assuming it's a cheaper process. And really, it's just based on the quantity. I mean, if it was cheaper to print it digitally in the first place based on their quantity, we would have done it for them the more cost effective way. So right. that's something too. And that lends itself, I guess, to the, the next difference, which would be um, the the actual image that you're putting on the sheet. Right. Um, because sometimes, even though it would be more cost effective, we actually just, just did that with a client where yep. uh, they paid, I think it was like five times more 
um, to run a job on press mm-hmm. because it was going to give them the look that they wanted and that was what was most important, right. um, then they would have paid to have us run it digitally. Um, and that was something, you know, we kind of worked with them on when, you know, they, they, I mean, you know, the job yeah. better than I do, but you know, they had come and that was, that was a, an important factor was right. how it looked and how it was going to present. Yeah. They were referred by somebody who had already did a digital proof for them. And then, uh, they came to us, um, you know, uh, but their quantities weren't anywhere near what we would recommend to put on press as far as, you know, the cost effectiveness of the project. But, um, once I explained to them about the difference between the look of something that prints, uh, on a digital press and versus an offset press, you know, it was a fine art piece and they were very concerned about how it was going to be represented on their invitation to a gallery opening. So it was important to them. And like you said, they paid five times the price just because they needed it. And we printed extras and they said they were going to utilize them in other marketing efforts. You know, they'd find a way to use them to help promote themselves. You know, they kind of designed the piece a little bit differently so they could use it that way. Yeah, and, I, and generally speaking, I guess we should, you know we should talk about what those differences are. But generally speaking, you know, for for uh, and there are different digital press options out there that do different things and have different capabilities. But for the most part, you're talking about laying toner on top of a, a sheet of paper, um, where that toner kind of just sits right on top of the sheet. Where when you run uh, on an offset press and you're running ink, the ink is actually absorbing into the sheet. So it, it kind of becomes, I guess for lack of a better term, more of a part, you know, the ink becomes more of a part of the 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 sheet than, you know, the toner, which just kind of sits on top, which then mm-hmm. um, has differences in, in, you know, when we would recommend running something uh, digitally versus on a press based on whether or not we feel like that toner is going to crack if we have to fold, you know, if we're going to fold that piece afterwards. And, um, you know, because it's not it's not absorbed into the sheet, it's sitting on top. It is more prone to cracking when, when you fold it and, um, you know, different things like that, too. Right. Yeah. No, uh, you know, that's always the, you know, the, that's a conversation I have with the designer, you know, the person that's designing the job or, or the client that wants us to design it is uh, those finishes. Um, uh, and it's dependent on stock, too. I mean, even mm-hmm. with the digital press, even though when the toner lays down, dependent on the design, if you, you you're going to get a different look, whether you print on an uncoated offset sheet versus a coated sheet, um, uh, the, the ink that lays down will look the same, but if it's not full ink coverage on a designed piece, you know, the finish of the paper is going to show through. So a a look I like a lot is with digital printing is printing digital print on an offset sheet because you get sort of a shiny finish to the, uh, to, to the toner and then the offset sheet is flat. So it almost looks like a little spot varnish or, or, uh, you know, uh, yeah. spot UV in some instances. And for anybody that doesn't color. know what an, what an offset sheet is, you're basically, most people that don't really know the print process call that like a matte finish. Right. Uncoated. Um, yeah. Uncoated, you know, mm-hmm. uh, some texture to it. And I actually like, um, I like that look, uh, too, but I also really like dull, um, printing digitally on a dull coated sheet, right. uh, which again, that's where matte is kind of a, a false term that we did, that we don't use because it could mean different things to different people. Mm-hmm. 
Some people mean dull coded when they say matte. Some people mean uncoated. Um, you know, dull coated sheet is is you know still has a coating on it, but it's not as shiny and glossy as like a, a straight coated sheet. Uh, and I like that look for the same reason that you you know you like it on the offset sheet, which right. is you know you kind of get the dull coating in any areas where the the printed image isn't and then you get kind of a shine and a sheen where you know really just kind of makes the image pop out a little more too right yeah Yeah. that's you know that's a nice look too and then there's other you know there are other um uh, hp has a really cool digital press that allows you to do things with um where they take advantage of that difference of the toner kind of laying sitting on top of the sheet where um you can do like raised print and and different things like that through just a straight digital uh printing process where they'll take you know one sheet and just lay the same image on it over and over and over and over and over again um and it's just toner then that just builds up on top of itself at, to do kind of like a raised print process um which again you know it's not cheap because when you're talking about run costs you're you know for every sheet of paper you're running through you you're running it through say five times ten times or whatever that is uh, but you can get a really a really cool look with that and you can do it at a low quantity because you're you're able to do that. You can do right. ten of those if you really want to do ten of those. Where you know other traditional, more traditional raised print options aren't going to give you. You know they're they're again going to come with a lot more overhead um, than you would have on a digital press that has the capability to do something like that. Right, embossing processes or things like that are going to be much more costly. Yeah, um, I think. Uh, stock finishes um, on the offset presses where where we should go next. Um, uh, I think it's a much bigger difference because the way the, you know, as you mentioned earlier, uh, the way the ink is absorbed on an offset or an uncoated sheet is much different than how it lays down on a coated sheet. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are the variables that we discuss in offset printing as far as the look goes of what someone's trying to do. Um, uh, And it, you know, it's on preference. Um, I, th- you know, f- depending on the client, I'll recommend uh, printing on a coated sheet um, and design something for them specifically. If they want a slicker, more commercial look. Uh, typically, that's what I relate that to. Um, something that's, you know, a little flashier, you know, coated stock, you know, maybe with a coating on it. Um, you know, get a, it has a little bit more of a commercial look. Um, and a lot of the times I find with a lot of like our uh, non-for-profit clients, people that have a, you know, a quieter type approach printing on an offset sheet where the ink is absorbed and it's a little, the image is a little softer. It's a little and, muted. Right. A little more muted. Um, it just kind of translates a little bit more about the company and, and uh, you know, what, you know, how they're approaching their clients and and the, the brand that they want to put out there. Yeah, we do that a lot with like environmental organizations where right. uh, you know it's an offset sheet. It's a little more earthy. Right. Um, it's got like that more that that kind of feel to it, and the image itself isn't flashy and poppy and shiny. It's mm. you know really kind of you know muted and like earth. You know, I like that term. You know, earthy and. Yep. Um, you know, so we definitely uh, tend to recommend that in certain instances versus, um, you know, you can't always get that look then out of, say, a digital press uh, because you're going to get, 
you know, that toner is going to, it's going to be shiny. There's not really any other option unless you then do put like a dull coating on it afterwards or something like that, which then is still a coating and it's still, you know, you're right. still, you're, then you're changing the feel of the, the whole job. Um, Somebody who would do something like that, we deal with a museum that does, that prints on a, uh, always, almost all the time they print on a, a on a dull stock, like a silk stock, and then they want a dull varnish. And I think that's kind of because they want to be in the middle. Uh, they're a non-for-profit museum also, and they don't want, you know, they don't want it to appear too commercial, too slick, like they're spending all this money on their printing, but they deal in fine art. So they want the images to look as good as they, right. they can. And on a coated stock, dull or gloss coated, the images are going to be a little bit more vibrant. They're going to pop a little bit more. You're going to get a little, you know, the images are going to open up a bit. Oh, it's uh, sharper. Right. Because on the coated sheet, the ink is absorbed and the dot spreads a little. Uncoated. Uncoated. Right. Did I say coated? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uncoated. Thank you. And uh, yeah, the you know, the ink is absorbed. The dot spreads a little. It's not as sharp and it's a little duller in the image. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the... Uh, kind of final points to, to touch on that is really important is then, uh, finishing options, right? you know, and where digital has become amazing, honestly, in its ability to, uh, do basically do things that would have been completely cost prohibitive in the past, uh, is with inline finishing where anything that we do on, you know, for, for us, because we're a sheet fed offset, print shop, you know, we don't have any inline finishing, you know, you, web presses and stuff like that. If you're doing huge volume, um, you know, where your, your, uh, newspapers are being printed and stuff like that. A lot of those have inline folding, sheeting, saddle stitch, all that kind of stuff. Right. But, um, for the most part, any, anybody that's looking for marketing material and, and things like that, it, that's going to go to a traditional kind of sheet fed offset shop. All of our finishing is done then after. So you're running, you know, the 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 sheets are running through the press. We're going to take those. We have to wait for the ink to dry. Once the ink dries, then it can be cut. It can be folded. It can be bound. It can be cut again if it needs to be cut again, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, but all of that, it, or each one of those is kind of a process in and of itself. Um, and again, it's done on equipment that, that runs – Fat, you know, quickly and and can do that really volume. well at scale. You know, if you're doing the right volumes, but if you if you want a hundred saddle stitched booklets, there's a lot of overhead, and you know you're going to go through probably five times the amount of waste, just you know more than what you're going to end up with as a finished piece. So, um, digital has been a, a really really great alternative to not producing something or to producing something, say, just at a quantity that makes it completely um, just crazy from a cost standpoint uh, when it comes to inline finishing options. So, you know, for example, on our digital press, we can do, you know, a, a 40, 50, 60 page booklet that gets printed, collated, folded, saddle stitched and trimmed all coming out of the end of that that machine finished. completely fully finished. Um, again, that's where quantity is a big deal because that also is not a fast process. If you talk about now, you know, a, a machine that's running at, say, 
a tenth of the speed that your offset press is going to run and then slowing it down even more because you have to do the collating, the folding, the, you know, the saddle stitching, the trimming. Um, it, it takes a while. They run for a while, but it's a significantly less expensive piece of equipment than the investment that we've made in all of the other stuff that, that we have to run larger jobs, mm-hmm. um, which then makes it more cost effective on a, on a smaller quantity and a smaller scale. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's, I, I mean, it's been several years since we've been working with digital presses here. Been a lot longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. It's been it, over it, a decade. It's it's all a blur to me. Well, compared <laughs> to how long we've been working with offset presses, it's been a blip. But mm-hmm. the, uh, I think people are surprised by that, The uh, you know, that you can get a, uh, a magazine printed on a digital press. I mean, you can print a, you know, 72 page magazine saddle stitched and it comes out finished, you know, complete, like you were saying, mm-hmm. uh, it surprises people that you can do that. And it's kind of the digital press has filled a niche where people who wanted to do a magazine and they couldn't afford to do something on the offset press, you know, a higher quantity run and the, and the costs were too much. This, it, it avails that opportunity to these people that, you know, are starting a magazine and they have a shorter print run or just say they're uh, a B2B publication and their, you know, their print quantity is smaller. Um, now they're able to do it at a, at a, at a price that's, you know, much more manageable. Yeah. Um, and then really, I think the, the biggest difference between the two processes is the ability for variable data. You know, so on a on an offset press, your image is what your image is for the length of your run, you know, because we're not going to go again. It comes down to the ability to to change from one job to another on a digital press in no time mm. um, on an offset press in a lot of time. Um, and so uh, variable data is the ability to customize each individual piece that comes out of that press and make it look different, um, have you know either a different name inserted in there if you want to customize it to the recipient. It's um, you know you can use different images if you have a, a good database. One of the examples I always give is uh, if you can imagine like a, a real estate firm that deals in in rentals uh, and they have a mailing list that they've built up of of renters in the area. Um, and they want to advertise, uh, they want to do, you know, a big mailing and they want to do one mailing because it's, it helps get better postage rates and it helps, um, bring down a lot of your overhead costs and the, on your print run and things like that. But, um, so they want to do one print run, but they want, uh, you know, people with families and young children to, to see their listings that have, um, you know, for single family homes, for example, and then they want, uh, 20 somethings that are single or, or, you know, with no kids to see their listings for, uh, apartments in downtown areas, or they want, you know, um, people that are over 55 to be able to see listings in over 55 communities and things like that where you can do that. You can basically do one piece. Um, and if you have the data to, to support doing this, uh, the digital press can on the fly in line, determine who the recipient of that piece is, address it with their name and address, change out the image, change out the copy, change out everything. Um, and then from our standpoint, because everything's being done, you know, it's being barcoded, it's going to be, you know, sorted accordingly, all that kind of stuff. All we have to do then is pull it off the end, cut it up, put it, 
you know, bundle it up, deliver it to the post office, and you have a, you know, five, six, ten different pieces all customized to specific demographic criteria for whatever your mailing list is. Yeah. Uh, but it's all done in one print run without anybody really doing anything beyond taking your database and the information that's there working with our software and, you know, and doing a merge on the fly as that stuff gets printed. Right. Yeah. No, perfect for direct mail. Um, I know, you know, sometimes it's utilized for, uh, you know, like invitations. If you're, you're sending out, you know, invitations to events and you want to send special ones to your A-list people and, you know, everybody else gets something else. And then you're uh, appealing to people outside of your list. You may do three variables and print the same piece with different salutations, you know, different donation amounts on RSVP cards. Yeah. Yeah. The donation amount, uh, the donation amount, uh, if I could speak, is um, is a big one, right? Because mm-hmm. for we deal with a lot of nonprofit organizations. We do a lot of, you know, annual appeals and, you know, stuff like that. And the ability to say, okay, for anybody who donated over $500 last year, we want their starting, you know, on the, the card they're going to get in their package, we want the starting amount to be $500. And then it's going to go up from there for anybody that donated $50 last year, their starting amount is going to be $50, um, you know, so that they're not showing any options that are less than what they gave the right. year before. And, you know, so um, there are a lot of ways you can be really creative in variable data. So, uh, and that's where the specifics of what you're trying to accomplish and 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 what you're going to get out of making that decision to use variable data could then start to over override the cost savings uh, even if you're doing larger quantities right. um, you know it still then might be worth it to do a digitally printed piece versus a, a piece that's printed on an offset press because right. of the value that you're going to get out of um, using something like variable data. Yeah, and sometimes we'll offer to uh, to do a combination of those things too. Mm-hmm. If the variable data lends itself to the RSVP card and the invite is common, we'll print the invite on press and do the RSVP cards with the right. variable data or vice versa, however it works for people. And that's, um, uh, you know, not to, to um, kind of just promote us, although I'm, I'm about to, um, but that's where you say like we have an advantage over a digital print shop because we do have the ability to do both. Um, you know, so they're just yeah. about anybody that was doing offset is now doing digital as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't go the other way because a lot of like, you know, local um, main street, you know, small print shops that are really just doing digital, they then don't have the ability to take and do something like what you're talking about and do, you know, half of the job right. on a digital press, half on an offset press, because that's where it's going to be most cost effective kind of across the board and get you what you really want. Right. Um, that uh, and the bindery service. Exactly. Too. I was just going to say, you know, the, the ability for us to then finish something offline or uh, be able to run it in a way that's more cost effective on the digital press because of how we can then finish it after the fact, um, you know, and how the, you know, those cost structures work internally and all that kind of stuff. So, right. I mean, if you're mailing a magazine, um, we may print the covers on the digital press and address it and, you know, uh, individually, and then print the rest of the magazine on the offset press and then bind it in the bindery and put it Mm -hmm. all together at the end. So, yep. 
All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. That wraps up our primer on digital versus offset printing. Uh, as always, please feel free to share the podcast with anybody you think might get some value out of this. Um, you can find us online at messengers.blog. Uh, and we've recently just created a new Instagram account for the podcast. So you can find that at messengerscast on Instagram. Thanks for listening.